Bro. Gentlemen, yes, you are tuning into the WWE Rundown tonight. Sliding into the asshole chair, it is me, Ginger. Sliding into the 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 main course, so to speak, of this show. Uh, Troy is on mission. Everybody else is on mission except for me and Sal, considering that uh, you know last week we're the only two missing from. The WWE Rundown. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, as you could tell, I said Sal in there. Sal, welcome to the WWE hey, Rundown. Hey, this is a rib, right? They got they got the two of us who didn't show up last week and just like, nah, let them two do it. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> screw it. We can't. We don't want to do it. Just let them deal with it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> of all days, on fucking 420. Yeah. They left it in our hands. Oh, boy. Uh, they're uh, in for a rude awakening tomorrow when they listen. We should just watch Up and Smoke and just fucking do a live watch. Just along. do a live. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. I, I would rather choose um, How High, but that's How High was great. I I fucking missed that movie. <laughs> man, I need to watch that movie again. Oh my god, that movie while. was like it came out like what two thousand two, two thousand one. I haven't even been early then. It might have been 99. I'm not 100% sure on that. God, that was a great movie, though, when I was here. I oh, forgot if that existed. Dude, that movie is amazing. I watched that movie. Uh, oh, you're right. It came out in 2001. Wow. So, uh, 20 years ago. That movie is 20 years old. How does that make you feel, Sal? Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that was so long ago. Kind of like this week's episodes of uh, Raw, but well, you know, we'll, we'll get episode, to it. We'll get it. Not episodes. <laughs> it's not part. How you doing this week, man? How you doing today? Um, today I'm much better today. Oh, there you go. See, much better. So what's up? That's what happens when you know it's a specific holiday, but <laughs> it's true. It's fantastic. So, yeah. how about you? How are you? I'm great today. Tomorrow's another story, but not gonna want to get uh, out of bed. No, I know it's it's tradition to talk about car problems on this network, so that's like a going thing <laughs> in this fucking network. What is going on? My my car's all right. I just need to find time to get an oil change. That's fine. But now it's my wife's car. There's um some check in. There was a check engine light on it, but it's not the engine. It's mm-hmm. something to do with uh, the catalytic converter, and I know it's going to cost like fucking four or five hundred bucks. Yuck! <laughs> and it's not causing any other problems other than, you know, she can't get a sticker because the light's on. So we're like not in the mood to immediately deal with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you for the inspection. So when is the inspection? It's not till May. 
I got a yeah, a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm worried about it in a couple weeks. Yeah. <laughs> uh what a pain in the ass though. It's always fucking something. Cars fucking suck, dude. You know they you you can get a car or they used to make cars that lasted like a fucking long time. Yeah. Well and like very few things went wrong with them. Mm-hmm. Well, also you got to think too. Back then, a lot, a lot more men were, you know, working on trucks and shit like that. So they technically it'd be like, oh, this broke. Okay, boom, they would do it themselves. They wouldn't have yeah. to go to somebody. And that that's another thing. That's like how this world has become accustomed to is nothing is built to last anymore. Right. Like, and that's that's done on purpose. <laughs> oh, absolutely, hundred percent. So. But it's whatever, you know, it's, it's, shit happens. I think, I was going to say, what I want, what I really want is to buy, like, a an SUV. What I really, really, really want? <laughs> Tell me what I want. Um, like a fucking, it's just so bad, but I would totally get, like, an Explorer or something like that. Nothing wrong with that. No, but you know gas went up to $3 a gallon down here in Massachusetts. Jesus. Get a, get, a, get a Rogue. Rogues are good vehicles. Now, mind you, I went to fucking Mobile, so that was my own fault, because Mobile's wicked expensive. Oh, yes. But still, dude, I st- I mean, I was there, and it was, you know, two ninety nine a gallon. I was like, oh, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. It was like two bucks last year at this time. Yeah. But, ah, uh, what can you do? Again, cars fucking suck. Yeah, for real. So, well, let's stop. So we being... missed we missed the WrestleMania show last week. Yes. What did What did you think of WrestleMania, Sal? It was uh, it was great to see people. Great to hear. <laughs> it was great to hear fans. Mm-hmm. Um, because I missed that in my wrestling. Like yes. it finally felt like wrestling again. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I typically give them a pass on WrestleMania every year. I'm always like, yeah, it was, it was, it was all right. And I think that's kind of the same feeling I have now. There wasn't like anything like terrible, but there was only like a couple, re- like there was a couple things that were like solid. I, right? I, I, I forget who said it last week, but it didn't have any surprises. I mean, unless you count Dabakato joining up with um, Biggie, uh, 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 Apollo Cruz, that was literally the only surprise. Yeah. No, no surprises, no Undertaker, no Triple H. It, it felt a little weird, but it had its moments. Like Seth versus Cesaro was fun. Yeah, and the Triple Threat for you know the main event of night two, I really liked that. That was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like Bianca and Sasha. I just felt bad for Sasha taking the the hair whip off the stomach. <laughs> oh, that was disgusting. Dude, you could hear that in, like, the cheap seats. Dude, that was like, and shall I quote myself from NXT, that was fucking gross. Yeah, it was. <laughs> like, legit. Seamus um, and Riddle was fine. I really liked the ending. Because uh, when he turned into the bro kick, that that was cool. Oh, Spring like, the bro kick. Dude. Stiff as fuck with that. Right. And um, honestly, I wasn't even that mad at Shane versus Braun. 
It was okay. I wish Owens and, and Zane got more time, but that's you know. Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna bitch about that because that feud was probably just thrown together so they could finally have a one-on-one match at Mania. Honestly, mm-hmm. I, I I realize that it's continuing, but with that, it's like I don't I don't mind it because you know you can get a good match out of those two regardless of where it is, and yeah. I think those two deserve that match at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I'm not going to bitch about the time, except for the fact that fucking Natalia was on my on both nights. Um, they could have easily just not done that and gotten a better team, because that match was the drizzling shits. Oh, my God, it was awful. Uh, and then it you was, got, other, than, other than Dana's titty popping up. No, yeah, I mean, there were titties over out the, all over the place, dude. <laughs> That's true. It's like that it's fucking Tech Nine song, Titties. <laughs> just singing about titties. That's all that match was. Um, Rhea versus Asuka was okay. It was all right. It was all right. And then the Intercontinental the title match, the only thing I didn't like is that they didn't use any of the stuff around the ring. They tried to use the gong, but they didn't even they missed with it. I know. I feel that. like they were... Like, shit got cut at some points. And it was right. like, no, don't cut. Dude, don't make this short. Make every match a decent amount of time. Be it, let them tell a story. Like, they could tell a story, but it wasn't very... A, a, I don't want to say not a good story, but a short story. And especially Big E and um, Paul, because I honestly felt like they were on for, like, five minutes, and that was it. Yeah. So that's the thing. Um, I looked up the match times because I was curious today. Mm-hmm. And other than the triple threat on night two to end the show, everything else was under 17 minutes. Wow. Some significantly under 17 minutes. What was the uh, lowest of, one? Oh, uh, I don't know what the lowest one was, but the, the gauntlet tag team match on night one was only like, 10 minutes and it was a fucking gauntlet yeah. match. Yeah. Um, uh, did that need to be longer? Absolutely not. No, no, but it was just <laughs> like that tells you something though. Like, yeah. Um, because there was, there was some five minutes, seven minutes. Like I said, Seth and Cesaro, I think went 11. You know, that was probably my favorite match of night one, to be honest. I enjoyed that match. I enjoy the Fiend's entrance, too. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. That, that fucking... was badass. And, and we'll talk about Alexa a little bit later, but um, okay. I'm not I'm not mad at it. I'm intrigued. Yeah. That crown we'll spot was badass. Yeah. Or the tiara, whatever the fuck she was wearing. Whatever the fuck started pouring oil out of her head. Amazing. Um, now, only if she threw up like the ultimate warrior. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Ew, he literally blew chunks at the screen on challenge that day. I watched it. I was a kid. And uh, I fucking dude, watched I, that shit. I was traumatized by that fucking thing. Dude. I was, too. I was like, this is fucked up. It's like, oh, my dude, he's killing my favorite fucking gimmick ever. Ugh. Oh, shit. Anywho. Wait, wait, wait. Real so, quick. Yeah. Lashley and McIntyre went 18 minutes, so that was pretty long. And that was fine, except for 
I hated the distraction because it really wasn't. But that whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the gauntlet went 14 minutes for a fucking gauntlet. Cesaro and Seth went 11. AJ and almost winning the tag titles went 945. Wow. Um, Strowman and Shane for a cage match went 1125. And then Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus Miz and Morrison went 15 minutes. Jesus. And Belair versus Sasha went 17 minutes. And then on night two, The Fiend versus Orton went five fucking minutes. Well, because that fucking view. entrance took fucking forever. I know. 14 minutes for the tag champ, women's tag champs, really? I needed that match for 14 minutes? No. But yet, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, nine minutes and 20 seconds. Yeah, man, that's rough. Sheamus and Riddle, 10 minutes. Apollo Crews and Big E, six minutes and 50 seconds. For a mania match, dude. They didn't even get ten minutes. That's of a blood feud. That's disgusting. Ripley and Asuka went thirteen, and then Roman, uh, Edge and Brian went twenty-two, which is fine because I thought that was the yeah. perfect length for that match. It's good. What was your favorite spot <laughs> of that match? Of the, um, honestly, my favorite spot was the end when you pinned both of them. Okay. Because I was just like, that's so fucking badass. They haven't done that since Brock and Cena, like a few years ago. Mm. That SummerSlam where he just like squashed him. Yeah. I, Roman didn't really squash him, though. It was just... No, no, no. I know, but it was just the visual at the end. Like, yeah. the heel winning like that, it was just crazy. In such dominant fashion. That's what I mean. Yeah. Uh, I'd probably say when... Reigns was on the stairs, and Edge came out of fucking nowhere and hit the spear off the stairs. Uh, that was probably my favorite spot of that match. It was right after Roman powerbombed Brian through the table. Yes, okay, I remember that now. Because I, I didn't see that coming, and I thought they did a fantastic job getting that down. So, congratulations to them. Uh, I, overall, I'd, I'd say Mania was okay. It was good. It was good. Um, the only thing was that it definitely did not blow me away. No, no. And if that's the best they can do, it's going to be a long year. <laughs> well, you got to think, too, a lot of shit was kind of thrown together last minute. No, and I get it. It was a ve- definitely a weird time. Mm-hmm. Um, even with people who got sick before... Yep. Uh, Mania that threw their plans all Freeze. off. Mm. Yep. Uh, and by the way, credit to Bad Bunny because he, he he did. He worked his fucking ass off um, for a guy who doesn't do this for a living. All the credit in the fucking world. Yeah. But that being said, <laughs> um, I I could definitely do without the Canadian destroyer spot. Remember that they had Bad Bunny hit a destroyer on John on John Morrison. Dude, he okay. So <laughs> this made me so mad when I saw it, and I was like, "Did he just he? You are supposed to put your hands around their waist, right? You're looking to lick their asshole, basically. <laughs> like that's legitimately what it is. And he grabbed him by his shoulders, and just I was like. That's how you're going to kill somebody. Yeah, but dude, that's on them. Because oh, oh, why would you have yes. somebody like that do that spot? Oh, yeah. No. The, 
Hey, I'll give him credit. He he did some flashy shit, and it was good. I I, I I was just like when they did that Canadian destroy though. I was just like, get the fuck out, stop, cut that out. That's yeah, like you said, that's a great way to break your fucking neck. Yeah, because he could have gotten fucking hurt bad on that. Um, but yeah, it was it was an okay mania, not fantastic. It was all right. Was, oh, okay. um, I I have to fucking mention this. Troy, you'll understand, because I, I want to make sure I get that I say this before I forget. Fuck the Bella Twins. Um, I wish they fell off the stage of Mania, uh, because I that whole bullshit spot with Bailey when when they were beating her up. That, it, no, boy, the whole no. fucking thing was awful, awful, awful waste of time. Into Bailey, what the fuck? Ding dong, goodbye. Oh, oh the detestable. <laughs> oh, did you see me, Mania? <laughs> Big Johnny. Uh, but yeah, okay job. Obviously, they need a lot of improvement, but <laughs> we'll talk about some of that improvement tonight. Yeah, or lack thereof. Well, before we get there, let's do a little bit of Zen news. Okay. All right. So I'll start off with one thing. I believe it broke over the weekend um, or yesterday, maybe. No, I had. I think it had. It was the weekend, but um, MLW has signed a TV deal, and it will be airing in spring. Uh, excuse me. Um, so. Yeah, they signed a TV deal with Vice TV. Um, I'm trying to look through it because I should have fucking proofread this. You guys always tell me about that. Um, I don't think they have a date yet. No, it just says coming to Vice TV in spring. Okay. So, more wrestling on television. I like it. I know a lot of New England guys go down to MLW. Um, so I'm all for it, man. More fucking opportunities. That's what you want in this business. But, uh, thoughts? So, so I barely got to see MLW. I, I had them set up on my DVR mm-hmm. and it recorded like two episodes and then I, you know, everything happened and I, I they had to, you know, kind of like the same thing that happened to the NWA. They just stopped. Producing shows. Um, and it's a shame because I was starting to really like what I saw. And like you said, the more places, the better. I'm all for more wrestling on TV, especially if it's easy access for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, I, I like some of the people in MLW, but I couldn't, like, tell you, you know, about them now because I forget who they were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know um, Selena De La Renta is over there. Mm-hmm. And she is smoking hot, but um, I can't remember who else is in MLW. <laughs> I haven't watched it, obviously, but I mean, let's hope they succeed in their ventures on Vice TV. And Vice has um, what the fuck is the name of that show? I know it's not Beyond the Mat. What's the show they have? Um, 
about all the old school stories, like the Owen Hart story and all that shit. What what is that show called? It is called um, the Not Wrestling with Shadows. What the fuck is it called? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Dark Side Yeah. Dark Side of the Ring. Thank you. Yeah, so that's a nice little wrestling piece for Vice TV as well. I'm sure people are going to tune in. Speaking of which, what do you got? They released a trailer today for season three of um, oh. Dark Side of the Ring. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet, but okay. I'm definitely interested because season two was really good. Actually, all both of them. Honestly, both- I've loved every episode that I've watched this show. I haven't watched every episode, though. Like, there was one about um, a promoter with the UWF. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't watch that one, but everybody's like, you got to watch that one. I'm like, all right, I will at some point. It's fucking wild, dude. So, But I watched the Owen one, obviously, the Savage one. Mm-hmm. Yep. The two, the two episode Benoit one, which was crazy. Oh, my God, dude. Ugh. I don't like even talking about that guy. It makes it a little uncomfortable. There was a Brody Lee one, too, that was crazy. Oh, with the... Bro, not Brody Lee. Um, Fuck. Just Brody. Yeah, but... Oh, Bruiser Brody. Mm. That's his name. Wow. Told you. We told you, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be straight fucking shooters here tonight. Yeah, That's, for real. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I watched the Bruiser Brody one. That one was crazy. Can I tell a story? Please, please, I'm begging you. I just want to tell the story. <laughs> that guy's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he is. I bumped right. with him. Did you? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Um, yeah, it's a little bit of a name drop. That's the most famous person that I've wrestled, though. That's not true. You've been in the ring with Malonis, right? Yeah, yeah. Never one on one. It's only been like that, uh, the Gil Bonk or anything like that. But, um, so, uh, anyways, the original point of this was MLW is going to Vice. I'm sure there's going to be more stuff to be catching. Oh, and if you want to watch their show, it's MLW Fusion each Wednesday at 7 p.m. on YouTube. So, there you go. I don't remember to watch it on YouTube, and then I don't have time to go back. So, I wish I could watch everything. I wish I had time to watch everything. Oh, my God. It would be amazing. Right? So, uh, well, why don't we go down your neck of the woods, Sal? I heard there was a little bit of an AEW piece of news that you wanted to read. There was. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, let me pull it up here. Bear with me just one moment. Mm, where did I put that? Yeah, I totally lost it. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I found it. I found it. I found it. Sorry. I couldn't remember which app I had open for it. This is what happens when you leave it up to me and Ginger. All right? Yep. Sorry. Ivelisse talks about her release from AEW and comments on Thunder Rosa. As previously noted, Ivelisse wrote on Twitter that she was released from AEW. There were reports of Ivelisse having legitimate heat with Thunder Rosa, and Ivelisse responded to a fan's comment about her being unprofessional 
during a match against Rose on Dynamite. Uh, the fan wrote, um, you know, she was very unprofessional. She was no selling against Thunder Rosa. And Eva Lee responded to the fan and said, nope, it was her being unprofessional. She had done the same thing in Lucha Underground as well. It was unprofessional hurting my tag partner's jaw the next match and slandering my name the entire time at AEW. So, definitely not one to put out fires, I guess. <laughs> She's got to keep it going. I, dude, I I don't know like what goes on in a locker room. Um, you know him a lot more than me, but like, I feel like at this point, like, you should just shut the fuck up and stop talking about it. <laughs> well, people want to know. But I also don't think she's, I don't know. Like, like, <sighs> it's obviously you have an issue with this person, and obviously they have an issue with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's kind of yeah. like Enzo and Simon Gotch. And Enzo. I don't know who to believe. But I'd rather not fucking hear about it. <laughs> Plus, it's difficult for me to believe Evelise because she's always getting in fights. Yeah, she's headstrong. I think that's the problem. Probably. But in, at the same time, you should be that way in the business. That's true. But I'm not saying you know taking a snapmare and then sitting there like nothing fucking happened. Uh, that's kind of a problem. No, and and that's the thing. I watched that match. And she completely did stuff I'd never seen done on TV before. As far as the no-selling and the, you know. She was pulling just, a sh- an old-school Shawn Michaels, but not kicking the shit out of people, just not selling for them. I was going to say, Shawn was the opposite, though. He oversold for them. No, <laughs> but yeah, but then he got pissed that they fucked up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stomped no, Vader well, on the fucking face, dude. He oversold later on in his career, when like against Hogan, and they were like, "You have to lose." And he was like, "Okay." And he went out there and he bumped all over the place like a ping pong ball. Dude. People hate that match. I love that match for that reason. He did that on purpose. I know though. he did. Of course he fucking did. <laughs> he didn't want to fucking jot to Hulk. Ooh. I don't blame him. Like Hogan was going nowhere. Yeah, that's true. Sean was still going fucking 100 miles an hour. That's you give Sean that win, not Hogan. Yeah, but for some reason they still love Hogan. It's <laughs> That's why he was the he was the guest host at this year's WrestleMania. Oh God, it's so bad, dude. Oh yeah, like can we talk about that real quick? He was terrible. He couldn't yeah, even read his line. Hey, he couldn't read his line, and everybody was fucking booing him. I don't feel bad for him. <laughs> you get what you get, you fucking idiot. That's what I say. But, yeah, as for Ivelisse, I... Shit like that happens in the business. It's not the fucking pearly gates over at AEW. No, it is not. It's not the pearly gates, which everybody fucking thinks it is. It's like, no, dude, shit goes on backstage. When you have that many people looking out for themselves and trying to build their brand, yeah, you're going to have shit like this all the time. Dude, we heard about in the very beginning 
of AEW, there was a story about Excalibur and um, Jimmy. Oh, what the fuck was his name? Havoc. Yeah. And and no one's reporting it probably because of these you know non disclosure clauses that they're signing. Yeah. But it go of course it goes on everywhere. Like you said, especially okay. You know where it doesn't go on typically. If you have a locker room full of 12 or 15 people, probably it doesn't go on because everybody's working, you know, as much as everybody else. When you got a locker room of 70 people... <laughs> That's a little bit of... Pro- it's, a, it's a normal fucking working environment. That's what it is. Right? It's like It's like being at a fucking welding shop. You know what I mean? Like, people are not going to like each other. People are going to be... You're going to get all different types of people. Like, it's like it's, every other job. And people I mean. are going to think that, like... You know, you're getting treated better than other people, or it's always like that. Every it's like that at my fucking job. It's <laughs> everywhere. So, but we never hear about it though for AEW. Oh. But it does happen. This proves it happens. Yes, it happens. Fucking stands. <laughs> Anyways, this is the WWE rundown. That's correct. Um, speaking of WWE. <laughs> WWE and A&E kicked off their 10-week partnership this past Sunday with a two-hour Stone Cold Stone Cold Steve Austin episode of Biography in the premiere of the Triple H and Stephanie McMahon-hosted memorabilia show, WWE's Most Wanted Treasures. I need to watch these shows. I did not watch them, but, I mean, the Biography one, it's like, how many documentaries are you going to do on all these people? There's been right. so fucking many on, on on all the guys they have on the list. Of course. It's like, no. Do other people. Do Vince. But I'm interested in um in this this A and E series. Oh yeah. Um what did I see? Worlds or like the most be- hidden treasures or something like yeah, that. Yeah, WWE's most wanted treasures. Yeah, I that that I am interested in that. I will definitely check that out. Yeah. Hopefully they have it like on A and E on demand or something. Yeah, I think they do because they kept plugging it during the shows this week. Um, but yeah, awesome. The, the The most wanted treasures seems interesting. Yeah, because they're going after old fucking gear that's been lost in the shuffle for years. That's kind of cool. So good for them making that deal. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh the Austin Doc was well done, apparently. Um, now, which is the... Fo- oh, they focused this week on Foley's mask. Um, was it the treasure one? So, I'm going to check it out. I'm sure you will eventually when you get mm-hmm. two hours of time. Yeah, exactly. That's the tough part. It's getting the time. <laughs> I know. Uh, just in case people care about the ratings. Um Biography drew 1.06 million viewers from 8 to 10 p.m. and 0.38 rating among eight among 18 to 49 year olds. Mm. So, hey, we'll take it. Whatever. Um, I is is that it? Are, are we done with news? We might be. I can't. It's kind of slow. It's that period after Mania. You know what I mean? Oh, um, how did you feel about the firings? So, 
Okay. If I'm being 100% <laughs> honest, it, it, it sucks for those people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it selfishly, it sucks because I, you know, some of those are my favorites and I thought they were talented and I wish they could have stayed because mm-hmm. I wanted to see them do something with them, like Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. Yep. And. Should uh, never split them up. Right, and um, even Chelsea Green, I wanted to see. I was so excited to see what she can do in the WWE because I followed her in Impact. Yeah. And Peyton and, and Billy, I was excited because I saw what they could do in NXT. And I enjoyed their work on the main roster when they were the Iconics. So I re- and I thought Peyton Royce had put in the work to stay around. Like she had a really good match at Oscar a few weeks ago. Yeah, and then she had that fire promo on the fucking what is it, Raw Talk. Yeah, so I was just disappointed, and it sucks. But I'm not really surprised because the powers that be in the WWE, and it's not just fucking Vince, it's Pritchard, it's fucking Kevin Dunn, it's Big Johnny, <laughs> what? it's Cameron Seaman, it's a lot of fucking people. It used to be Mark Carano. If they don't like you, good luck. it's been going on dude we've been watching the WB for years this shit has been going on for years do you know what I mean oh yeah no I 100% hey Cole Cabana why don't you put on this star David outfit and go out there and lose on your debut (laughs) if they don't see it they don't give a shit it's just that's always been them. Fuck, you know how many talented people um, this company has released? Or fucked up, like Sankara? <laughs> like, to be fair, Sankara was good when he was in Mexico, and then I don't know what the fuck happened when he got here. I don't think it was their fault either, but it just didn't work. <laughs> But you know. I, I don't like it. But I'm, of course I don't like it. I don't like it at all. But no, no. it just if anybody's like outraged or acting like they're completely shocked, like this always fucking happens. Now, granted, I think they've done everything they could with Kalisto and who are the other two people? Um. That were really like lower on the card. Tucker. Tucker was another one. Oh, yeah, Tucky. There was nothing they could do with Tucker. There was just. No, because they doesn't really fucked have him much over when they took him out of fucking uh, heavy machinery. Sure, but at that, but you know. You split two tag teams <laughs> and then shit two thirds of them out. Or, I'm sorry, three quarters of them out. That's true. That's fucking bullshit, man. But I never saw it in Tucker. I never thought Tucker was going to be like. But but Otis's partner. (laughs) But and that's fine. Keep him as a fucking tag team then. You're right, right. I get it. But because they didn't, I knew that Tucker wasn't gonna last. He was never on TV. No, he was. Oh man, so bad. Like, like it just. That's the thing. It just didn't surprise me though. And that's Um, sad when it doesn't surprise you. Yeah, Mickey James. Eh, uh, kind of. It's weird because. I feel like they brought her back as a big nostalgia thing. Like, look, everyone, that's Mickey James! 
A right? former lesbian. But then, after the nostalgia shine wore off, they were like, uh, we got nothing to do for you. Creative's got nothing for you. Because it was cool when you were Alexa Bliss's Spider-Woman. But uh, <laughs> remember that? Remember when she showed up in the cage yep. match? Yep. Oh. But and that was great when you first came back. You had that program with Alexa, and we have had nothing to do with you since. <laughs> but we'll have you know, Tamina and Natalia on every fucking week. Yeah. And Nia yeah. Jax. It's just okay. And then the other one was Samoa Joe, which. I don't know. There seems to be a lot more there than just he got released. Like, was it because they wanted him to be more of an announcer? Well, or did they want to change his contract because he wanted to, you know, they wanted to pay him like a like an announcer? Well, apparently it's because he would he couldn't get cleared to wrestle. I mean, I don't know if that how true that is, but and he wanted to wrestle, and so they let him go. So I don't know. But a couple weeks ago. In an interview I read, he said, I'm really in no rush to get back in the ring. So, yeah, I'm wondering if it was a money thing. I, it's a possibility. But but I'm not... Like I said, Joe's a different story, because he's had a lot of injuries piled up, and I'm pretty sure no matter what, he'll find work Oh yeah, the big companies. So he's going to be fine. Um, people like... Uh, you know, Billy and uh, and Pete and they might have more of a difficult time getting back on TV. <laughs> I mean, Impact's women's division is full to the brim. AEW signs 10 million people every day. Um, I don't know if you're Billy and Pete and where you go. Maybe ROH's women's division. You know what I bet Mojo Riley did as soon as he got released? He called up Gronk and said, Yo, it's the hype, bro. You guys need a tight end on your team or something, man? Ugh. Ugh. That was the other one. You want to talk about they tried. Dude, they have tried with Mojo Riley for like seven fucking years. Yeah. And I'm not kidding you because I was watching NXT when the network first launched in 2014 Mm -hmm. and Mojo was on there and they were trying everything they could with him. And I was like, "Uh, (laughs) this this guy not be on my TV. And I'm talking even back then in NXT. And that's bad. And then they brought him up to the main roster and they tried and they tried and they tried. They even painted his fucking face. (laughs) (laughs) Like dude, Mojo was like, dude, you have no TV presence. You fuck up left and right. You're still basic as shit. Like, your promos are awful. Just, nah. I mean, they're not awful in the sense that, like, he fucks up, but he's just... He doesn't draw you in. No. Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) So I wasn't surprised with Mojo. Okay. It's kind of been a long time. Did Bo Dallas also get released? Yes, he did. I mean, from everything we've heard, he started his own business with Liv Morgan, so... Wait, what? I heard that was in the host thread. He has like a real estate business on the side with Liv Morgan. Oh. So good for him. And they live on a farm. 
This is a I swear to God, this is a thing. He's a very lucky man. Yeah, but I don't know if they are actually fucking or if they're just business partners. Because it's not like she's ever like my boyfriend, Bo Dallas. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's weird? There's a lot of people in the business that don't talk, like, make their relationship public. Like, there was a rumor for the longest time that Charlotte and fucking, who's the rock commentator? Um... Tom Phillips? Byron Saxton. Oh, Byron Saxton? There was a long, long rumor that those two were together. They could have For been. a while. Yeah. But no, but it's not like with Charlotte and Andrade where they post all the time and you see like... Yeah. You want to keep your fucking relationship private, man. I guess. Some people don't want to live all fucking flashy-dashy. But then you're Becky and Seth and you do like a, a story in People magazine. That's a big-ass story, though. And I bet no, they sold. They and I bet they sold more copies than fucking Cody and Brandy did too. Of course they did. <laughs> actually, I don't know if Becky and Seth actually did get uh, a thing in People, but I know they did some type of photo shoot. It was a something. magazine. I know, but um, but that's what I'm saying. We know, like they they never had a problem hiding it. I don't think. Maybe they did for like a little while, but then it was like very quickly. Like, oh look, let's put it on TV. <laughs> Fucking assholes. They always do it, man. Every time. They did it for years. Years and years. <sighs> Alright. Um, I have a question for you, Sal. Mm-hmm. I think it's about that time, ain't it? Uh, I think so. That we actually got to actually talk about this week's episodes of television. Yeah. well ladies and gentlemen this is the good the bad And we are going to kick things off. Sal, I'm going to start with you. What was your good for SmackDown, sir? It's been a long time of many consecutive weeks that Roman's promo is the highlight of the show. Mm -hmm. Um, He's just been really hitting on all cylinders when it comes to that, to the point where you were wondering, yeah, it's kind of, you know, useless to have Paul Heyman there. Until this week. Because this week I felt that Paul Heyman uh, showed why they still pay him. Because <laughs> the, the amount of importance he put um, behind putting Roman accomplishment of beating two Hall of Famers Mm -hmm. at WrestleMania. Like, the amount of importance he put in that promo, um, to me, he sold it for me. I was like, this is fucking great. Paul's hyping this up like this is the greatest accomplishment in the world. (laughs) It just worked. It's just like, that's what a hype man or manager should do. Yeah. Is brag. Fuck yeah. But it's all facts. So brag too? Yes. Yes. It is all facts, and but Roman still bragged too. But it was just like, 
Paul did like amazing work putting Rumpel over this week. It was just great. Well, and but the thing is, like, I I hate the multiple segments to get to the main event. I don't like that. How many times did we see Roman? Well, okay, so that's the thing. Yes, I get that you want to have a thread throughout the show. Um. And that's the thread. It's like, you know, what's Roma going to do by the time we get to yeah. the main event? Or is he going to fight Cesaro? Or, or is he going to have, you know, Jimmy do it? Like, you're trying to tell a story throughout the night, and I get that. But, yeah, um, probably too many too this week. fucking many. And too many of something will come up later. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. Well, no, I, I just enjoy Paul's work. It's been a while since I heard him. Lay it out like only he can on that microphone. Yeah. Hey, I know. You, you'll kind of sleep on him, and then he'll hit you with something that you're like, oh, shit, yes. Well, it's amazing <laughs> on fucking Talking Smack, but I don't get to watch it as often as I'd like to. <laughs> Legit, I'll come up on Facebook memories all the time, like a couple of years separated, talking about Paul Heyman in a post. Mm-hmm. Like, that man is a fucking genius on the microphone. He really fucking is. He works his fucking magic. Uh, so I do have a quick honorable mention. I don't, I didn't watch wrestling at all last week, so I don't know if this was on last week. Uh, Bailey's new zip up jacket. Oh yeah. Know your role model. Amazing. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's great. In the old school (laughs) rock fucking style. Amazing. True. I wanted to give a good uh, shout out. Good shout out to that. But before I get, I got, I got a couple, but, uh, I'm going to go down a different path here. Um, I enjoyed Pat McAfee on commentary. Honestly, I thought Pat did a magnificent job. Uh, he fit in, no problem. No awkwardness. A few Vince lines made it a little corny. But besides that, I thought he did a really good job. But the only thing I find, he stands. Do you notice that? Throughout the yeah. show, he fucking stands up and it's like, it. your mind's like, that doesn't look right. As long as I don't see it, I don't care. But yeah, they showed it a couple times on camera. <laughs> it's it's, um, it's a little it, weird. It does, yeah, because it just throws the feeling off. Yeah. Um, it's almost like are you are you bracing yourself because someone's gonna come fight you at the table? Well, I don't know. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I don't know. I don't watch his podcast shows, his vlogs, or whatever the hell he does. But right. I think he stands during. His show, so I almost wonder if it, you know, is something he just he just needs to do, and it was in his contract, and like, yeah, whatever, kid. Just Maybe, make, I mean, I don't money. know, but um, it it it's just weird because we're so used to we're so conditioned to seeing two people sitting there yeah, talking about it, wrestling. That's why I'm saying it's it, it just looks a little odd when he was standing there. I was like, oh okay. I was like, he just needs to stand up. But I will give I will give him credit because I never really heard him do commentary before, mm-hmm. like other than when he was playing his character in NXT. Yeah. So, you know, he comes on and I'm watching SmackDown and I'm like, oh, how's this gonna go? Right? Because <laughs> you don't know, you don't know. Yeah. And I thought he did good. He did good at um, putting people over. Yeah. And and he was. He was like sometimes a little witty with Michael Cole and stuff, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay, this feels all right. I don't mind this at all." It's okay. 
He did good. Yeah, I thought he did. A, I thought he did a great, a great job for his first night. And so, and I think Cole's the perfect person to put him with because he'll walk him through if he runs into anything. Oh yeah. And I think this is setting up for something big. Really? Yeah. I think it's just a setup for now. I think they're gonna get a different commentary person once some said thing happens and said you thing. Think Pat, you think McAfee's going to debut in a WWE ring? No, I think he's going to manage because he's, he's a great fucking mouth, mouthpiece. Uh, okay. And you know who it's going to be? Oh. Adam Cole. Oh, that would be fucking weird. <laughs> Why would it be weird? Because they still like beef on Twitter and stuff. Who gives a shit? Exactly, and that makes some more fucking sense. Oh, it would be crazy if they did. It would be something. I would definitely be like, holy shit. But, you know, but that's it. I'm just throwing that out there. I don't think he's there at commentary time for a long time. Well, for now, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Not, yeah. I think it's cool. Yeah. Uh, did you have any else good for SmackDown? Because I have uh, one more as well. Uh, I did not. What did you okay. have? Uh, Owen's the same as Zayn. They actually let him have a fucking match. And I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> thank you. It was, it was a good match. It was a good match. It, like like we said, um, when, like, at Mania, you, you knew this wasn't done. Like, you right. knew it was going to continue, and I don't mind it. Let them tell their fucking stories, man. It's all so, I want. <laughs> um. It's funny, because this was the SmackDown directly after WrestleMania. No buffer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, yeah, it's it's WrestleMania rematch. They always do it. They did it with fucking Asuka and Rhea on Raw mm-hmm. the week prior. Yep. So, um, of all the WrestleMania rematches we could have saw, I mean, let's be honest here. We could have saw Nia Jax and Tamina versus Natalia and, and um, I'm sorry, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus Natalia and Tamina. You know what I mean? So if they're going to pick a WrestleMania rematch, I did not mind that they picked this one. <laughs> <clears throat> Valid point on that, sir. And no, I enjoyed it. It was a good match. Yeah, it was good. I And obviously how it ended, we're going to keep going with this. So I think Zayn ends like the feud by winning. I think he comes out on top on this one. Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, Maybe. I don't know. They like Kevin Owens in that role right now. Yeah, but And he's getting reaction. Of course he is. It's Kevin Owens. But that's what I mean. I don't know (laughs) if they're going to have Zane be the one who stands tall, but we'll see. I don't think it'll hurt hurt Owens at all. I don't know. Um, That is it for my good for SmackDown. You said you're, you're good? Yep. Okay. Let's go to bad stuff like that. Uh, so this kind of... Right, I'll, I'll start off. This kind of pissed me off. Okay, so the Street Profits are coming out, right? Mm-hmm. Coming out, you know, they're like, oh, I'm like, oh, okay, I get to watch them wrestle a match. So they, they say they're going to be in tag team action for the tag team, title, tag team titles. And then all of a sudden they, they walk up to the ring and they're putting up balloons. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then Cole says, oh, next up, though, we have the celebration of Bianca Belair's championship victory. I was like, give that to herself. 
You don't fucking have the Street Profits come out and do it for her. It was almost like they were worried how she would come off by herself, so they sent out the Street Profits because everybody loves the Street Profits. Unbelievable. And granted, I know it's a great moment between her and Montez, but yes, it's different. Like you said, when it they come out be after, about your or if they're in the front row, like. It's weird when they're introducing you to try to get, like, all the hype. I don't know. It just felt like that probably should have been, like, Michael Cole introducing her, right? Uh, yeah. And then... Like, ladies and gentlemen, the new, you know, SmackDown Women's Champion. Like, that would have felt like a bigger a bigger deal and Oh, doing speaking her, of which... You know what I mean? Like, it just Cole. felt like they did her kind of crappy with that. Did you hear Michael Cole felt like shit on the championship call for Bianca. No, I did not. He uh, apparently Graves came out and said Michael Cole felt like absolute shit when he made the call at WrestleMania because of what happened at the end where she where he thought she kicked out and Cole was oh. like he felt like shit apparently. Um so Yeah, but I don't think that was his fault. I no, completely no. Did accident. I, she he legitimately thought she kicked out. And it just didn't happen, and apparently Graves talked to him, and Cole felt like shit. Uh, Poor that's Cole. So... <laughs> that's so uh, Yeah, bad. it just... Look, when you fly that close to the edge, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, it's... Ever, for 30 fucking years, every other time that move happens in, in that spot, it's... It, it's a kick the out. first one. It's a kick out. Yeah. It's mania. It's called the mania kick outs. <laughs> I did like how they kept... Finisher strong in Mania, though. I will give them yeah, credit but for that. Out of nowhere, like all of a sudden, I loved like, it. One... <laughs> I love that. I, I, okay, I loved it with the bro kick because it was perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, you came off with the springboard and boom, bro kick. But um, I'm trying to think of like what other finishers. Uh, Rhea hit her move right. Yeah, the the, the, the fucking yeah, the riptide. The Riptide, and that just ended abruptly. You know what I mean? I don't like that move as a finisher at all. No, because it doesn't feel like a finisher. (laughs) It feels like a setup move. I don't know. Yeah. Pump handle slam is what it's called. Just trying to think about what the hell. It's all it is. It's a pump handle fucking slam. Yeah, it's not. It's Road Dog Jesse James fucking finish. So. Yeah. Uh, But what do you think the actual, like,. Bianca celebration though, like when she came out there and she said all her stuff and that. It was okay. It was it was good. I thought it she was did all right. right. I mean, I wasn't too thrilled with her and Sasha's match. It was no, missing but I think something it was a great for me. Moment. I think it was a great moment. It, it was a great moment, but the, as for the match, it was kind of like I'm not saying it was bad, but it just I felt like it was missing something. Teacher's own. I enjoyed it. Yeah. So, um, so I just did a bad. What is your bad, sir? I wasn't gonna name this as my bad, but it just kept happening. So, <laughs> <laughs> about eight times during the program, uh, Michael Cole stopped everything that was happening and would say, "Cesaro did this move. 
um, that's not an airplane spin. It's better. And you have to see this. And we're going to show it to you right now for the ninth time tonight. And I'm like, can you stop? Uh, let me see. Can you fucking stop showing that move? Uh, funny you say that. How many fucking times did we need to see the UFO spin replay from me? That's what it was called. The UFO. On. Believably annoying. Dude, I had no problem. You know what? I will say this. I had no problem the very first time I saw them do it. Mm-hmm. If they did it the, just that one time and then one more time right before the main before the main event started, that would have been fine. Not eight fucking times through they the They did it out show. of every fucking segment. They yep. were like, also, UFO spin. See? Look how cool it is. Look! Look how amazing it is! It's fucking... You know, and... <sighs> Dude, if you keep fucking showing that, I'm going to get real sick of it. <laughs> and, and you're going to get sick of Cesaro, too. Yes. 100%. Yeah, they did. They just killed it. They, they did it way too much. Fucking yeah. assholes, man. They have to fucking ruin good stuff. They're always like, oh, this thing's great. Yeah, it's pretty good. Oh, man. Quick, we found something. Let's play it 95 times. I'm fucking real. Because it works. No! The more you play it, the less it works. The more annoyed I get. Yeah. But, yeah, so that was my bad for that as well. It's like Riddle with the scooter. It was great when he first showed up with a scooter. Now he has a scooter every fucking minute he's there. I think it's funny. Ugh. I just think it's too much. Uh... (laughs) Alright, anyway. Anywho, um, Any other bads? Uh, let's see. Um, no, that was it for me. So, uh, what the fuck, Sal? <laughs> oh, you want me to give a, uh, a what the fuck? Sure. <laughs> this, is, this is not really a what the fuck, because again, I'm not exactly surprised, but it still is a what the fuck moment. Um, Natalia. <laughs> That's hilarious. Beat Shayna Baszler. Like Pinder. Mm-hmm. Like one, two, three. Remember when Shayna never lost to like anybody, and she ran through the entire NXT roster. Some of them like twice, like um. Bianca, I think she beat twice mm-hmm. in back-to-back title matches. Io Shirai. Uh, Kairi Sane, I think, too, right? Or did she, Kairi uh, Sane. Kairi Sane. Kairi Sane got one win over her, but... Uh, yeah, Shayna was, like, portrayed as, like, this dominant badass that would break you in half. And now she's jobbing out left and right. To fucking Natalia. You want to hear something funny? <laughs> what the fuck is Natalia doing on my TV again? Oh my god, dude! What do you know? Do you realize <laughs> how much time we've wasted in our lives watching Italian matches? Way no, too no. much. It's better than that. Do you realize that? What was it? Three years ago or two years ago, when Becky was starting to get popular, yeah. they put Natalia at a SummerSlam against Becky. Natalia. <laughs> yeah, man. Natalia's what fantastic. That was a, that was a fucking SummerSlam program we had to deal with. 
Um, it might have been like before uh, Becky was like the man and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It might have just been during her SmackDown initial SmackDown Women's Championship run, but still, motherfucking Natalia. Natalia. Um. So this is my full write up of it. What the fuck is Natalia doing on my TV again? And what the fuck is she doing giving Shayna a hard time in a match? And what the fuck is she doing winning the match? Oh, also, should I mention that <laughs> Natalia and Tamina are the baby faces in this feud? Unbelievable. Like, you want me to cheer for Natalia? It's a trap! Dude, I'm hoping Shayna fucking kicks her teeth out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, But yeah, Shayna gets... But Shayna's just, look... I kind of had a bad feeling when Sheena was going to the main roster. I'm not kidding. I'm being dead serious. I was like, Vince is going to take one look at her, and he's going to be like, nope. Nope. <laughs> because but, Vince but, but the does thing- not like, and I, I'm sorry, Sheena's not traditionally what they put on on their television show. <laughs> but the thing is, though, like she whooped the shit out of everybody in the Elimination Chamber, so Vince obviously saw something in her. Like... She eliminated every single person in the Elimination Chamber. The only person to ever do that. Yeah, last year. Yeah, no, that, but that's what I'm saying, though. Like, So at the beginning, he saw something in her, but something happened, and you, you want to know what happened? He, never mind. He <laughs> threw in her fucking arm bar. He threw him, she threw him in an arm bar for making her job to Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. Maybe. Shayna Baszler should have won that match. I don't care what you say. Sure, but that was the beginning of the end. And that's what I'm saying. Like, after that, it was like, you're a fucking asshole, man. Poor Shayna. Maybe. Hey, hey. Maybe she saw Vincent catering and, like, bumped into him and he spilled his fucking pork chops on the floor. And she was like, "I'm, I'm sorry. And he was like, the fuck did you do that for? <laughs> oh, man. I'm sure you're sorry. You're going to be sorry. <laughs> so I'm going to fucking make you team of Nia Jax. Oh, my John, God. Johnny, you big dumb idiot. Get over here. <gasps> yeah, what's up, boss? You need your, uh, you need your arms oiled? No, you see that You see that UFC fighter over there? That that girl, the, the one with the dark hair. Ken Shamrock? No, no, not Ken Shamrock. God damn it. Get her. Get her in a tag team with Nia Jax. Oh, okay, boss. And I want her to lose to, uh, to Brett's niece. Yeah. <laughs> I need I need some, some views. Maybe he'll come back on the show. <sighs> yeah, Brett's niece and then the other one, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Snooker's daughter. Yeah, you know why. Okay. Oh, yeah. I think we're not supposed to talk about. Don't talk about it, you okay, dumb son sorry, of a bitch. It's like, it's like Fight Club. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I think that's going to move us. We are moving on up in the world, ladies and gentlemen, because we are going to fast forward till Monday. To Monday. Oh, oh, real quick. Oh, okay. What do got- you think of um, Jay and Cesaro in the main event? Oh, of course. It was fucking fantastic. But then what do you think of Seth jumping him? I had a feeling Seth was coming after him. <sighs> Uh, I mean, they're going to have a good match regardless of what you do. So, I mean, I'm okay with him either going either way with it. 
I, I kind of like Seth coming back out there because the character wouldn't just go away. Oh no. No, mania, no. you know what I mean. So, and considering the fact that they kept fucking replaying the fucking UFO spin, yeah, I was like, man, what the fuck? But I'm, but see, I'm, I'm, I am curious to see where they go from here because maybe they'll have, oh, they're gonna have like a fucking airplane swing UFO match, huh? Like the <laughs> the first one to swing their opponent wins. Oh my god, no! No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. I hope. Uh, <laughs> No, but uh, we'll see where it goes. Maybe we'll get, like, uh, I don't know, maybe we'll get fucking Street Fight or Fault Count Anywhere or something. No, I'm sure we'll get something out of it. Sure. Always going to have the go-home segment for them. Yep, that's true. All righty. Well, let's move on up to Raw. Monday Night Raw. Uh, Sal, go ahead, buddy. What do you got for a good... For Monday Night Raw. Like it was sex. a little bit. It was a little bit difficult to find a good this week. <laughs> it, I mean, it typically is a little bit difficult these days to find a good. Um. All right. Well, I'll. I'll hold on. I, I. I. Do you have one or no? Because I do have yet. one. All okay, right, go all ahead. Right, all right. Oh no, wait! I do have one. Now I remember what it was. Okay. I'm sorry. I went off the cuff, and because I, I thought I was going to remember. Um, my good from Raw was seeing the Viking Raiders back and getting a win. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's not just because I'm you know a longtime fan of, of um, Ivar, obviously from being in the New England area, and I've seen him mm-hmm. you know on local shows. Not just that; it's great to have the Viking Raiders back because I'm an old school guy, and this feels like the tag team division just got better as a whole. Okay. You know what I mean? Yep. Like I like seeing like a real tag team that works really well together and they're back on TV. Like that's great because it's been a long time. Good to see uh, Mr. Handsome Johnny back. It's fantastic. Absolutely. And obviously Eric too. Oh yeah. Well, we haven't seen. Just... <clears throat> I mean, we haven't seen both either of them since what? Um, since his injury. But I think Eric was in a couple Eric battle royals. Yeah, there, but, but but still, I mean, he I'm sure he was enjoying the time with. His, did, did she ever? She had her kid, right? Um, did she have her kid yet, Sarah Logan? But Sarah Logan, uh, I I don't know. I think so. Yes, I think she. Oh, did. well, enjoy the time with your kid and. You know, right. I, but I was um, like, no, it was okay. great seeing a real you oh, know, good yeah. tag team. Uh, and even though General Adnan over there fucked up the name of the move, um, he called it the Viking Express. It's the Viking Experience. Uh, it is what it is. More on that later. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was fun. Okay. Good, 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 good. So mine is Matt Riddle getting the win on Randy Orton. So... This is the second time this has happened, so I'm, I'm going to bring up an interesting question. We talk about long-standing workers and how Vince doesn't like building new talent. Mm-hmm. Orton has put over Keith Lee and now Matt Riddle. So are they kind of looking at Orton as the new Cena in the aspect of bringing younger talent up? Quite possibly. I mean, I think it's um, it's very telling 
for either Keith Lee or Matt Riddle to get a pinfall victory on Randy Orton on Monday Night Raw. Or um, Keith Lee a pay-per-view. Right. If Vince is going to do that, he just he doesn't let a guy like Randy Orton lose for no reason. No. No. Like, this is Randy fucking Orton. Mm-hmm. Like, other people, yeah. Like, maybe they just lose. Like, he doesn't really fucking care. Mm-hmm. But, but Randy Orton does not take a pinfall <laughs> to anybody. Um... For a fucking couple of years, the only person he ever lost to was John Cena. But yes, too many uh, cooks. <laughs> um, no, it was it was very surprising seeing Riddle get the win here. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. Oh yeah. But um, so is this how we're gonna get Orton away from the title picture? Is he gonna feud a Riddle? I'm okay with that. I am okay with that. I'm just. It's it's weird because he keeps talking about the title and he keeps saying that he's done with Bray or the Fiend, which I didn't like that he brought that up again this week because I was like, oh no, they're still gonna feud. <laughs> it's a trap. And I don't I don't know, but if if we can just transition off of all of that and get into a feudal riddle, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they kind of pushed that narrative when he was backstage and he was like, uh, that fucking kid, I don't know his name. Dopey kid who goes around here in a scooter. Yeah, that kid. Yeah, I want to fight him, beat him up tonight. <laughs> it was kind of, it was kind of a little program starter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, bro, you don't know me, but I just pinned you. <laughs> R K, bro. Dude, it's gonna be the same um, as what they did with Randy Savage and De- Diamond Dallas Page back in '97. Well, they're gonna be like, like Orton's gonna be like, who is this guy? Does somebody fucking let him in there? Like, why is this guy here? And he's going to be like, you don't know me, but you're going to know me because I'm going to beat you every time we fight or something. I don't know. Maybe he earns Orton's respect. Oh, boy. (laughs) Passing the torch. Then we can form a tag team. Mm -hmm. And then Orton grow a beard that's really long. Oh, wait, that's on NXT. Never mind. Mm -hmm. Uh, another good of mine was uh, Corey Graves commentating on Raw. I really like Corey Graves. I never realized how much I missed him fighting with Byron. <laughs> so, it, it is, That's a good point. It is borderline the modern day, um, you know, Bobby and Gorilla with those two. Like just for modern day, because it's like they always—he's always got something to say to Byron. <laughs> Byron always pisses him off. It's fucking great. <laughs> Apparently, so I don't know. There was a special, and I can't remember which one it was, but they said Byron could go off the fly, no fucking problem. I wouldn't doubt it. And one of the documentary—I think it was a documentary. I know it was a documentary on NXT or OVW. That's what it was. And they said Byron was fucking beautiful off the cuff. That's why they put him on commentary. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm for them arguing, and I'm all for Corey Graves commentating on Raw because pretty much the most entertaining part of Raw now, which is fucking sad. So, well, um, okay, so. Um, that's going to lead me right into... My... Oh, wait, but... no. Oh, mm, okay. I was going to say, there's one more other thing I wanted to mention. Okay, what do you got? 
honorable mention. Um, I can't lie. I am intrigued by Alexa and Lily. Okay. I, I am interested in this direction in the character. Um, I thought it was super... Uh, it was a great visual, but it was also super weird that they put the pictures of Alexa when she was a little kid with the Lily doll. You know what I mean? I was like, that's a fucked up shit because those are real pictures, but obviously the Lily doll's in them. <laughs> but it was, it was, you know, I'm kind of intrigued. I'm kind of, especially with her going after the entire uh, women's locker room. Now, I don't know who the fuck she feuds with. Um, hopefully it's not Asuka. Because I have a bad feeling it might be Oscar if we go with Charlotte and Rhea. But who else? I mean, Alexa's got to fight with somebody soon, right? Oh, yeah. Because she just feuded with Orton and sat on his crotch for, I don't know, <laughs> what, four or five months now? But she said that she, um, you know, that the that, that Lily doll didn't like the Raw women's roster. Oh, yeah. She's definitely going after the, raw, the women's roster now. Yeah, but who? Who's the first person she goes after? Um, I'd like to everybody, see her and Charlotte. Everybody's in a tag team. <laughs> her and Charlotte would be nice, but... No, they won't do Charlotte right away. No. Maybe down the road, but for now it's going to be like... I almost wonder if she's going to show up like Nikki Cross gets a random match on, on Raw and... Um, Lily shows up and beats the shit out of her. Nikki Cross is not on our television, but Natalia and Tamina are. I know. Helps when you're the fucking niece of Bret Hart, I guess. <sighs> or the daughter of a murderer. <laughs> oh, anyway. Jesus. Uh, um, no, I'm interested to see what where this goes okay. with Alexa. Yeah. Um... That's going to transition to the bad. Do you have the same bad I have? I don't know. What is your bad? Uh, this new commentator, Adnan Verk. Oh, okay. He's fucking terrible. The intro to... That wasn't to, my bad. That was my fucking... It almost made my what the fuck. But uh, no fucking energy at all. Lackluster at best. The best... It, he just mailed it in with no purpose other than him getting a fucking paycheck to be there. That dude was fucking terrible. Yeah, there's nothing that you said that I'm going to disagree with. <laughs> He's holy shit. Um, he said storylines at the very beginning of the night. Did you catch that? I didn't. Right as Drew was walking out and he said, um, Something like, you know, we're just a couple weeks away from WrestleMania backlines. I'm sorry, Back. WrestleMania backlash. <laughs> and and then he says, and I quote, um, storylines are developing. Now, I, I get it, what he was trying to go for, but I was instantly, like, annoyed that he said storylines on air. <laughs> <laughs> That was instantly annoying. Like, you fucking idiot. Oh, man. Because uh, it just bothered me. I'm like, no, I don't want... That's just... 
want to say rivalries are developing as cliche as that is that's fine but don't say storylines are developing i mean what the fuck next he's gonna be like yeah fucking lashley went over mcintyre at wrestlemania (laughs) (laughs) imagine (laughs) holy shit vince will probably mute his mic and be like what the fuck are you doing Yeah, he bothered me, and they kept having to save him, Corey and Byron. Just give me Corey and Byron. Dude, you know what else pissed me off? And I understand he's new. I get that he's new. But I wish they had him, like, practice for, like, you know, a few months or something, because he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Like, you would think he would know by now, like, all, like, if I was going to be, okay, and I get it, because... I'm a longtime wrestling fan. But even if I wasn't, if I got a job and I accepted a job to be a commentator on a wrestling company, right? Yeah. <laughs> I would learn about wrestling before I fucking went live on the air in front of on, on USA. Like, don't you not want to be embarrassed? <laughs> I don't I don't get it, dude. I'm pissed because I like Tom Phillips. I never thought Tom Phillips did anything wrong. Uh, I I don't know where the fuck Tom went. They switched up these fucking people. It's confusing as fuck. But SmackDown didn't, didn't, you know. SmackDown wasn't as bad, no. No, that's what I mean. SmackDown ended up fine. NXT is fine, other than Vic, but at least there's there's people to offset him. You brought his name up. You had to bring his name up. Fucker. Um, but... Dude, Ross sucks. First of all, Ross, <laughs> Ross sucks anyway. And now the commentary just... I'll give credit to Jason. He said he's the new Mike Adamley. He oh. really fucking is. But Mike Adamley wasn't doing play-by-play. Well, yes, he was. In some situations, he was. Yeah, and it was terrible then. Oh, man. I don't think this dude's going to (laughs) last. What? After the Harvey incident, uh, that was it for Adam Lee, so. Well, the other thing is, too, Vince actually might be letting, be willing to let him, like, keep trying. Because Vince doesn't give a fuck. He's got a billion fucking dollars. He doesn't give a shit if the fucking product sucks. If your product sucks so bad that your commentary, your head commentary guy, your play-by-play, the guy that's supposed to know fucking everything going on, doesn't know shit, you're in big fucking trouble. You know, they've said for years that they play-by-play is like the guy driving the car. Yeah. Like, he's the one that is telling the viewer where we're going. Mm-hmm. You know, color commentators are only supposed to just make funny comments or sometimes they're insightful, whatever. But the play-by-play guy is the one that's supposed to be taking us on that journey. Um, think about the way Jim Ross did it back in in the 90s. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to his credit, Michael Cole takes us on exactly the journey that Vince wants his, us to be taken on, um, even if we don't like it. Michael Cole knows how to do his job, mm-hmm. right? Same thing with Tom Phillips. I don't get why Cole gets so much heat. Because he's Vince's mouthpiece, and he says stupid shit that Vince makes him say, and but we're that, all that, like... that's Vince. That's not Cole. 
I know, but like, like if before... you don't say that shit, did you ever hear that uh, cut audio from the commentary one time? Dude, apparently Vince was reaming Cole one night because Cole was like, you really want me to say that again? You couldn't hear Vince's end of the line, but he's like, oh, oh okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll say it, I'll say it. Vince must have been ripping him a new fucking asshole. So Cole is literally on fucking puppet strings with Vince on commentary. To be fair, I've never, like, really um, hated Michael Cole recently. Like, I used to for, like, the longest time. Because when – this is the problem, and everybody has that problem with Michael Cole. When he first started – um, we saw him go from that puny little backstage interviewer that used to get beat up by DX to the guy who replaced JR. And at that point, that was never going to be a good thing for Michael Cole. You know what I mean? So we've all had this negative energy about him for a long, long time. He's a lot better now than he was 15 years ago. Oh, God, yeah. But um, I never typically mind Cole. The only time I mind Cole and I'll raise an eyebrow is when he says something like, Oh, pile driver! And it's like, no, that was a suplex. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll Cole, save you, Cole. Yeah. Oh, my God. That happens a little bit more often than not these days. But it's, it's just going to happen, dude. Like, that, I, I, I don't care. Like That's the only critique I have of him. Yeah. Other than that, he's fine. I can listen to him call a match. I don't have a yeah. problem. This guy, this guy sucks. <laughs> Oh, my God. Now, here's a question. So let's say Vince doesn't fire him, right? What if this guy just is like, nah, this isn't for me. This isn't what I thought I was going to be. And he leaves. What does Vince do? Vince just puts uh, Byron and Graves. No, he needs needs a play-by-play. You know him. I would be fine with Byron and Graves, but Vince himself always needs that play-by-play guy. Um, Bring Joe back. (laughs) <laughs> you might play though or, where the fuck is Tom Phillips I don't mind Tom Phillips so this is how Tom Phillips keeps his job because except um, for talking about face kids. fucking bitches I mean it happened but <laughs> <laughs> um, it's either gonna be Tom if this guy quits which is a good possibility after getting backlash from internet oh wrestling God. fans <laughs> he will quit let's not let's not forget that Dude probably deleted every social media thing he owns at the moment. That's what I mean. There's a good chance this guy would quit. So if he quits, maybe we go back to Tom. Worst case scenario, they make Vic do both. They won't make Vic do both. But if that's the worst case scenario, it is what it is. I'm not, I'm not like, you know, it's still better than this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Isn't that saying something? Like, no energy. I felt like I wanted to fucking die when the guy was talking, introducing Raw. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Monday Night Raw. Welcome to the number one sports entertainment show in the world on Monday nights. I'm Adon Verk. Who? Who the fuck are you? Get off my fucking, get off my shit. I don't want to hear you. You're, you're good. You're terrible. You're god awful. I, I will admit, because I saw him last week because I watched the Raw After Mania, and last week I was kind of like, well, I feel bad for him because he's a new guy. <laughs> maybe maybe he'll get used to it. But this week was significantly worse, and I was like, Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, this is, uh, yeah. <laughs>
Anyway, that was not my bad because I didn't even think of that. Okay. Um, my bad, and we'll see how this how how this progresses. But for now, we have Mace and uh, T Bar. Dijak, just call him fucking Dijak, please. Well, okay, hold on. My issue with this week, my bad, was that they were still doing the the retribution gimmick. Now. We might be over with it because we saw them rip the masks off. Mm. All right. If we get rid of the masks and we get rid of the names, then I'm fine. But for at least one more week, I had to watch these guys in makeup and masks that had nothing to do with anything because Retribution broke up six weeks ago. Like, you know what I mean? The whole point they were wearing that stuff was because they were in Retribution. And and uh, Ali, you know, forced them to do that. Like that was the the storyline, right? Yes. So then, why would they still do it now? <laughs> it would be like it. You gotta have a reason to rip the mask off, and they just did it. It's kind of like when the acolytes were still wearing the um chest paint. The, no, the chest paint and the pentagrams on their gear. Mm-hmm. But we were like a year removed from the from the ministry. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But this is worse because this is masks. Like, want you guys that don't need masks. So we'll see. They got taken off at the end, so maybe maybe that's a good sign. But you, you never know with WWE. <laughs> They'll be back next Monday. Oh my god. Um, Charlotte is now suspended. Okay, you brought her back to suspender. Woohoo. You fucking serious with that bullshit? Uh, dude, dude, you don't know? Charlotte Flair's the new CM Punk. Oh, yeah? <laughs> she, she's on there uh, before in her past two nights on Raw. She's been complaining that, that she got screwed over because she didn't have a Mania match. And... You know, everything should revolve around her. And that was that was fine. That was a typical heel promo until she beat the fuck out of a referee. And I'm like, here we go. <laughs> They're going to try to portray Charlotte as, like, <laughs> anti-WWE. They're going to make her, like, I hate this company because this company fucked me over and I've done so much for this company and they should bend over backwards for me and all this other shit. Nope. Like, they didn't have her beat the fuck out of a referee for no reason. Oh, I have a feeling it's so she can go uh, film that movie. No, why would you bring her back that quick then? Because why would you just stupid. you got to get Charlotte on TV. Don't you know that, dude? You, you gotta, think she's really going to be off TV you now? Gotta keep her off of, you got to keep her as much TV time as possible for Charlotte Flair. But why bring her back just for two nights and then she's going to go Cause be you away? Get, you got to get her on TV. <sighs> I hope not. I hope that's not the case, because that's even worse. This is so going to piss off Jason, though. Wait, didn't they do that with Braun a few months ago? Yeah. Remember Braun had nothing to do after he fought Bray? Yep. So they, they had him suspended, and he, they just kept him off TV for the next, like, four months. Gotta get him on TV, pal. So you think that's what they're going to do? You think next week Charlotte's not going to be there? Oh, 
They no, they I already think... announced she's indefinitely suspended. <sighs> she got fined a hundred thousand dollars and is indefinitely suspended. That's the gimmick here. So she's gonna go away to film that movie. If she's not here next week or the week after, and they don't bring it up, <clears throat> I will be so annoyed because I would be like, why even bother? See, I don't think so. I think she's going to have a program with Rhea. I don't know. Maybe she wins, and then she takes the title hostage. (laughs) Her contract's up. She's going to be in the ring yelling at Shane, and she's going to be like, I've had boyfriends, very talented boyfriends, get fired from this company. (laughs) Oh, my God. Ugh, at least that would be interesting. But, <laughs> yeah, I don't get why she beat the shit out of the referee. Like, oh. just beat him the fucking stupid. To get suspended so she could go spend time with Andrade. Yeah, but it's not good TV. <laughs> it's really not. All right. Anyway, did you have any other bads? Um. Oh, we're really dropping McIntyre to bronze level. Yep. Yuck. Fucking yuck, dude. Just wait. Braun's going to be in the corner of of Drew McIntyre. <laughs> or even worse, even worse, this is what they're going to do with McIntyre for the next couple weeks on TV, mm-hmm. just so he has something to do. And then when they break off for the pay-per-view, um, Braun will have a match at the pay-per-view against... Team up against fucking Dijak and, and Dio Madden. Yeah, probably. Because that's what I can't wait to see. <laughs> uh. you, know what's, you know what doesn't work? Braun is a baby face. You know what doesn't work? Braun Strowman. Yeah, not really. Not for a long, long time. They fucked themselves, dude. They should have had him beat Brock. He would have been fine. But I agree. He's Big Show 2.0. Yep. So that's why I don't care if he's partnering up with Drew. I do, because that brings Drew way down. No, no, I get it. But what I'm saying is I'm not interested of seeing that on my TV. But I think I don't think it brings Drew down only because it's Drew. He's still getting the title match at, at, me, at uh, yeah, Mania Backlash. It's build up. Which, by the way, what do you think of that? Of them calling Backlash WrestleMania Backlash? Fucking dumb. I mean, they for years, that's pretty much what it's been. They just had never called it that before. It's like, well, dude, you don't have to put it... You don't have to put your cocks in our face. We see it, okay? No, but they're doing that because they know that, like... They're, I'm not kidding you. They're clinging to the WrestleMania rub. They're like, look, people from Peacock, look. It still says WrestleMania. Welcome to WrestleMania King of the Ring. It's like a post-show a month later. <laughs> Good God. Um, is that it for bads for you, sir? Uh, I did have one more bad, oh, and it's got. it's a shame because I, again, thought Seamus did some good work on this show. But um, first he told first he told um, Adam Pierce that he wasn't going to do an open challenge, but that he would fight anybody, but it wouldn't be for the title. And then he came out and said it was for the title. And then Umberto Carrillo comes out. And I'm like, okay, I haven't seen him in a while. Uh, 
He didn't get any offense in, did he? <laughs> nope. No. He got broke kicked but right in the fucking face. It wasn't even a match. No. Nope. Sheamus threw him into the barricade, and then the broke kick just, like, murdered him. So great to see Humberto Carrillo. <laughs> um, probably better if they use someone else in that spot. Yeah, probably. Also, and then in going along with that, are we putting Angel Gazza with Nia Jax now? <sighs> what happened to uh, Reginald? I don't know because um, uh, Garza mentioned him. Oh, really? Garza in that backstage said, um, basically. Why do you hang around the acrobat for? Like he didn't mention him by name, but he but we knew who he was talking about. Yeah. And then Naya was just like, "What the? What? What?" I, I wonder if Reginald got the COVID. Maybe. Because he was all the way up to that buildup, and then all of a sudden he wasn't there. Yeah, but don't stick Angel Garza in there. <laughs> It's TV time for him. It's not a great fucking scenario at all. But get him on TV, man. I guess. I, I ugh. Trust I me, just I don't. hate it too, but we just... Because well, I just don't want him associated with Nia Jax because she's so awful. Who do you want associated with her? Uh, I'm fine if Tamina's associated with her. <laughs> God, that's awful. But that, just was, that was awful, I should I say. I was going to say, just because they deserve each other. But... Uh, yeah. Alright. Let's move on to what the fuck. Sal, what's your what the fuck for Raw that wasn't the entire show? <laughs> okay, so... My what the fuck from Raw was... The WWE Champion... Was barely on the sh- actually he wasn't he wasn't on the show was he <laughs> speaking of possibly getting COVID um, Bobby Lashley was not on the show this week which is not bad <clears throat> if you do it old school and you keep your champion special but they never do anything like that so it just felt weird <laughs> it just felt like uh <laughs> You shouldn't have a, the, the the former champ on more than your actual champ. Right. That's the thing. Um, we're one week removed from Mania. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they have some type of long-term thing, but it already seems like they're lazy. Who? The WWE. Dude, they've been and lazy they're... for fucking years now. What the I hell know, have but you, you been? You would figure after Mania, they would be like, "Let's get people like to make sure they stay tuned and stuff. Let's let's get a little something going." No, why would you do that? (laughs) Why? Why would you do that? That makes way too much sense, dude. Historically, that's always been the time they've done something. Like the Nexus started after Mania, Mm -hmm. you know, and that was a thread for a few weeks that was interesting. Um. Fuck, way back in the day, Mankind showed up the night after Mania 96. Like, and it doesn't have to be someone shows up. It could just be something different. Like, dude, 
I'm pretty sure they did the million dollar giveaway like a couple weeks after Mania. Remember that thing? Yeah, I think it was like it was like three. I think it was like two or three weeks after. Yeah, and Vince was giving away like portions of a million dollars, and like he would call people. And it was a horrible segment, but still, it was something different. Hey, kid, you just won a million dollars. No, he would call them, and he, he would be like, Sarah, Sarah from Wisconsin. Ah, she's not home. Let's hang up. Let's try it again. Hello, this is Vince McMahon. Don't you want some money? Oh, my God. Beep, beep, beep. The caller you were trying to reach is not available right now. <laughs> oh, no, man. It's going, it's going terrible. <laughs> So bad. Yeah. What was your what the fuck this week? I get that we really don't have a lot of top stars to be involved with the WWE type title, but we absolutely need to go and get some fucking more. There's fucking nobody, dude. So, now more than ever, your product has sucked a golf ball through a garden hose more times than not. Raw used to be the must-see show on a weekly basis, but you know, it is a show that I think, and I think I can speak for everybody on this network, and a damn good portion of the IWC, Raw has become a show that is the absolute complete drizzling shits that you could miss and nothing changes for two to three months. Raw is fucking atrocious. They need everything re-fucking done on this show. You know what that could mean. We could get a draft. But that's not going to change the booking. No. But here's the problem. Booking. Um, Booking is your problem. You mentioned... mentioned, But you mentioned the, the star power, right? Yeah, you need some... You need more top title contenders. After McIntyre and after Drew, and even after Braun, what do you have? After McIntyre, Ma- after McIntyre and after uh, Drew? No, after McIntyre. After- <laughs> so at the top of the card, you have Lashley, McIntyre, and for better or worse, Braun is in there too, kind of. Yeah, who else you got? That's it, though. Randy Orton is obviously, like you said, busy and nobody wants to see him near the title picture anymore um dude priest and miz are still doing something to the with themselves um and aj styles is with almost there's nobody left at the top of the card i think they need to do something about that seamus by the way seamus who broke up a friendship of 20 years for the WWE Championship, is a care about anymore. He's uh he's US champ. It's all good. No, that's fine, but it's not. Where's the continuity? You know what I mean? What con- dude? This is and raw not only we're that, about. but not only that. Like you said, wait, what do we have on Raw that draws people in? The New Day aren't a draw anymore. No. You know what I mean? Nope. So, like. <laughs> It's tough, man. They don't have what, what they had. They had Elias pin Kofi Kingston this week. Oh, God, <laughs> I'm embarrassed to wear my zip-up hoodie of Elias. 
He should be. Um, okay, just out of curiosity, who would you bring into Raw to make the show better as a main eventer? I mean, AJ's always the better person for fucking big title spots. Not of course he team. is. Sorry, almost. Sayonara. Bye-bye. Uh, Karrion Cross would be a nice little addition. Sure, but he's not getting anywhere near the top of the card. Not that yeah. quick. You never know that. Never know. You see him and John Cena's uh, little beef back and forth? It's going to happen. Cross is going to retire John Cena. Now, as much as no one wants to admit this, um, John Cena returning to Monday Night Raw for a few weeks would be a huge boost to that show. Of course. You know what I mean? Now, I don't know if that happens, but we've seen Stranger Things, you know? That would be fucking a huge boost for them if they could get Cena to do a few shows. And John Cena was not lying when he said he would not be at WrestleMania. He did not show up to WrestleMania. No. Um, if you had to bring over anybody from SmackDown to to help on Raw, who would you bring over? Daniel Bryan. Sure. That would freshen him up. He's done everything there is to do on SmackDown. Yep. I don't think he's ever been on Raw since they did the split. No, they did. That's how he got in the triple threat match, isn't it? Yeah, no, 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 no. Since they did the brand split in 2016. I don't know. No, he's only been on SmackDown. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. So, yeah, I would totally like to see Daniel Bryan on Raw. Then it would suck because the booking fucking sucks on Raw. That's true. God, I hate you, WWE, right now. I'm so <laughs> frustrated with you. It's not difficult to make good wrestling either. Like, no, it's just it's go let like these NXT, guys NXT do. NXT makes good wrestling. Yeah, like go let these guys do what you paid them to fucking do. Just go out there and wrestle. Let them fucking work matches. But even creatively, like, it shouldn't be that difficult. Just, you know what I mean? Like, creatively, Triple H keeps it simple in NXT, but it works. Yeah. This guy doesn't like this person, and they're going to fight. That's how it should be. But they don't don't overcomplicate it in fucking um, NXT. No, and that's what I mean. Vince just needs to go down that route. People just don't like each other, man. They developed this whole fucking story with Johnny Gargano just to enhance his heel character. And it works. He's got a little click. One of the fucking people in his click is in love with his enemy. Like uh, flooding basements. Of course. But it's you know what? It's 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 actually not bad TV. No. But <clears throat> if Vince is well, in I control, don't... we're still gonna get this bullshit quite often. Yeah, it's just, um, I don't know, Raw's just not fun anymore. <laughs> it hasn't been for a long time. I know. But at least, like, at one point, like, I felt like they had, like, Entertainment? Things, you, things you were looking forward to, like, yeah. weekly. Yeah. Look, oh, I can't wait to see where this goes. Like, remember when they had the series with Cesaro and Sheamus? 
Yeah, and you would fantastic. look forward to it, like, oh shit, they're gonna do another match. Yep. <clears throat> or even like they said, they already mentioned the John Cena Open Challenge for the U.S. title. That shit was a lot of fun. That was fucking six years ago at this point. <laughs> so bad. I remember when they had that group that didn't like everybody, and there was like 30 of them, and they showed up, and the chainsaw, and they... Oh, no, wait, that sucked. Never mind. <laughs> Speaking of which, where's Ali? He blew... I think he blew out his knee, didn't he? He was going in for knee surgery. Oh, shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. I think it's his... I want to say LCL. Oh, that sucks. <clears throat> oh, uh, we got Maurice on our TVs back, though. Say what? We get Maurice on our TVs again. Oh, yeah. She's all right. Yeah. It's all right. I like her better. I don't know. I like, I like the pairing with with Miz better than what Miz and Morrison were doing. Oh, yeah. And hopefully um, Morrison splits off and does his own thing. That would be a nice little boost to the top, uh, top of the card. If they let him, sure. Well, yeah, it's all about letting him. If they go back to being like the Johnny Mundo he was a couple of years ago, other companies. Yeah. But, all right. Uh, did you you did your what the fuck right? Yes, I did. Okay. Well, I think that's gonna do it for us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, please don't forget to. Go to rundownwrestling.com, where we are currently running a nice little nice little bracket of the AEW females. So go put your bracket together, pick your votes, or make your votes, not pick your votes. Um, and, uh, yeah, send, that, send those in. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh... Thank you, Sal. Thank you, Ginger. It was an interesting show. Yeah, it was fun, though. It was fun. I'm fucking exhausted, but it's fun. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> well, um... I guess... We will smack your ass next week. Smack your ass raw next week. Yeah, there'll be some smacking of raw going on. We're going to put the smack down on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. How original. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Again, rundownwrestling.com. We love you guys. All right. We will talk to you next week. Later. Bye. See what, see what harm you can do. Hey, yo, no, 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 chance 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 no, You have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. 
please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows, as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there, or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at Rundown Network. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com. Or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling. And you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash thesalzer effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production. <laughs>